three, two, one, nine, Miami. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of One Night in Miami. This is another TIFF movie. And as always, I am joined by Anthony and Shabazz. Guys, how you doing? I'm doing well. I'm also doing great. So TIFF has looked a little different for us this year, mostly because we are not in the theater watching these movies. But I will say the whole online distribution of these movies has been going pretty seamless so far um would you guys say the same yeah i would say it was probably one of the better experiences when it comes to a tiff experience no parking uh no lineups the best seat in the house and the streaming service was really really well done like i didn't have any hiccups on that end but uh yeah no go ahead yeah go ahead shay i was just gonna say that a, a lot of tiff movies that we watch um Majority of them, as as much as we love being in the theater, majority of them are not, you know, such theater experience kind of movies, and that's kind of shown through these two films that we're about that we already have talked about one, but the one we're going to talk about today, these are not theater driven movies. Like these are ones that I would have preferred to have watched at home. So this experience mm-hmm. of getting that opportunity to do it is so much better. I remember last year when we were at TIFF, uh, what three days or whatever, how long we spent, we got exhausted so quickly. Yeah, and I, I mean that was us just watching, uh, like that's not us including us like being in like the the rooms where we're just watching movies beginning tonight. I think that would have just totally destroyed us. But yeah, it's been seamless so far. And uh, if you're new to the movie podcast, we have a brand new episode every single Monday across all podcast platforms. If you like the show, please uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts as well, or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Movie Podcast. Uh, we also have another TIFF review already up on the feed for Concrete Cowboy, which stars Caleb McLaughlin and Idris Elba, so you could listen to that. But today, we we are going to be talking about One Night in Miami. Shay, tell us what this movie is all about. So, One Night in Miami is the is the new film, and it's directed by Regina King in her future directorial debut. Uh, and it's actually based on a stage play of the same name. Uh, the film basically tells a little bit of a fictionalized story between Cassius Clay, Malcolm X, Jim Brown, and Sam Cooke, as they're all kind of gathering together to celebrate uh, Cassius' defeat of um, Sonny Liston in that, uh, and they're kind of in a Miami hotel room. It's 1964, and you're just kind of seeing them enjoy that night and how the night goes. And it it really is like a stage play. That's, I think, the best way that I can put it. Yeah, it's very much performance-driven. It's very much a type of film where everyone kind of gets to their moment. Everyone kind of gets their monologue. Um, But I really loved about this movie is that, you know, it's a fictionalized event. So you could kind of take liberties of what of what these characters are going to be saying to one another. You know, like we're we're in a room with Muhammad Ali and Sam Cooke and and oh my gosh and uh jim brown and like we're just hearing them talking to one another kind of talking about like the struggle of being black in america and are you doing enough or how are you lifting our people up in this time and it's i i just kind of loved how every one of them you know was coming from a different place in society at that point you know from either athletes or activists or singers or artists, like everyone's kind of coming with it with a different approach on how, what they're doing for the, for the struggle. And I, and I just loved hearing their conversations and their reasonings behind that. 
Uh, Anthony, what do you think of this movie? Yeah, it was a it was a well done movie, especially uh, since it's a uh, King's first movie. Um, I thought uh, visually it was well shot. Um, I thought the performances were very very strong. Um, the dialogue between the uh, the actors and the chemistry between all four of them were fantastic. It, it felt really like this debate that was happening in this hotel room that was you know during this you know fictional time or this fictional place that we really don't know if that happened or not. We know they were together, but um, we don't know what they talked about. But the discussions they had would make sense to to uh to their their stories and and to address the things that are happening in America during that time. Um I really really enjoyed it. Um I thought some of the visual aspects of Muhammad Ali's uh in-ring work were fantastic. Um Malcolm X with the camera, he you know there's 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 a picture that you'll find online of Malcolm X taking a photo of Muhammad Ali behind a bar and you can see like i like me personally i didn't know much about the 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 relationship between malcolm x and muhammad ali and how he was his mentor and you can see the camaraderie camaraderie oh my god i can't camaraderie (laughs) between the two and how like muhammad ali really really respected malcolm x opinion and he considered him his mentor um but yeah i thought it was it was a great film especially for a directorial debut. I think something that you said, Shay, was very, it rang very true And when we were watching this, that it definitely feels like a stage play. Um, you know, and Kemp Powers, uh, I believe it was the, the writer of this yes. film, uh, sorry, of the film and of the stage play. Right. Um, I'm, I'm curious to how much uh, of the script actually changed. I mean, you could do a lot more in the realm of film, that you, which you could do on a stage, obviously. And I think that there was a moment in the film where Malcolm's talking about seeing Sam Cooke live in Detroit mm-hmm. and kind of seeing what happened there. And I think I'm, I'm curious, like, did that, did that happen in the stage play or is that something that they added? Cause it really was one of my favorite moments in the movie where you actually get to see this flashback because it's very stationary, this film, in the sense of, you know, now we're in a hotel room. Now we're outside of the hotel. Mm. Well, uh, here we're at in a dressing room. Like, it's very kind of stationary that way. But there's still some really great cinematography throughout this film. There are some, like, a lot of great shots that, um, something that you may not get from the stage play version. But through and through, I think this movie is very much a performance-driven film. And we have Kingsley Ben-Adir, who played, uh, Malcolm X, um, Ellie Gorey, who played Cassius Clay, Aldous Hodge, who played Jim Brown, and Leslie Odom Jr., who played Sam Cooke. I think this. I think they were all phenomenal in this film, especially Kingsley as Malcolm X and uh, Leslie Odom Jr. as Sam Cooke. I think this was mostly their movie. Mm-hmm. I would say this was them kind of going at it back and forth with each other throughout this film. But what a what a phenomenal um, set of performances through everybody here. There was no weak link mm-hmm. in this uh in in this film and for regina to be directing for her first time is what a what an awesome um coming out party for her yeah i i think um what i what i really enjoyed about this film is the conversations that they were having um as they as it was progressing you could feel their characters developing as well um I personally don't know if you need to go into this movie knowing a little bit about these characters. Uh, I've done enough research on on Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, and and Malcolm X to 
to know what these things are happening. Jim Brown was kind of the one person that I didn't know too much about. And I guess if this area has one criticism, it's that they don't really do much with Jim Brown. He, he's really just there, I guess, to be the audience, you know, to really fill that void of he's watching all this kind of occur and he's just taking it in. There is a great moment with him in the beginning when he meets um, – uh, another another character is is a white man, and they have a conversation, and everything's going well, and then it just takes a turn at the end of that conversation that kind of reminds you what time period we're in for this movie. Um, so I think if, if oh that, yes, at the beginning of the film, right yes. at the beginning of the oh film, my God. so that's that's <laughs> racism with a smile on, man. <laughs> exactly Crazy. right, and it's, it's not. So I think that's where, where my one criticism would come in. Like it's it, it's he's not doing much, but I guess he is the audience in this scenario. Um, loved Sam Cooke. I think Leslie Odom Jr. did such a good job as Sam Cooke that, if, to be honest with you, if they ever make a movie just on Sam Cooke, I would love for him to do it. I would love for him to start it because oh, his, easy. Yeah, his singing voice was phenomenal. He gave it his all. Um, and at the end of the film, there's even uh, a title credit song that he sings that is so good, but because this movie isn't out yet, we have no idea what song that is. It is by no, him. That's so- all we know. It is by him. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of it, but we are shazamming it. We are trying to ask Siri what it was, and and no luck. But hopefully, you know, this movie is going to come to Amazon mm-hmm. because it's an Amazon Studios production. Um, we're going to uh, we'll hopefully have it released because it was such a good song. Yeah. So, gentlemen, what would be our suggestions for this film? Obviously, there is no release date yet for it, but we're going to start with Anthony. Um, I would say watch it. Definitely watch it if you have Amazon Prime or even if you don't. I think it's a great movie to rent uh, or even see in theaters if there is theaters for this this movie in the future. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's an, I would say it's an important story to 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 watch and understand and to get like opinions and and just uh, learn from these guys that were, you know, in a room and talked about the world they lived in. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Shay, how about you? Yeah, uh, for me, I'd also give it a watch it as well. I'd say this is, it's a very strong movie, very performance driven. Um, realizing all the effort that Malcolm took to get uh, Cassius Clay to convert to Islam and and that whole process, I thought was very intriguing. Overall, just hearing these powerhouses talk, it, it literally felt like the Avengers were getting together of 1964, <laughs> you know? So just, just hearing them talk was very, very interesting. Uh, and if you can kind of understand that it's going to be like a stage play, so it's not very fast-paced or and it's very dialogue-heavy, then, then you're going to have a good time. Yeah, I'll, I'll round us out and I'll say watch it as well. Um, this is a performance-driven film. I love that we got to watch it at home because I feel like a movie like this really benefited from that home scenario where I could just kind of really immerse myself in this and pay attention and listen to what was being said to these characters. But, you know, if it does come to theaters, I would definitely say check it out there too. And um, throughout, I would love to see more kind of what-if stories like this, you know, where we just kind of be like, what would happen if, you know, these characters were in a room together? What would they say to one another? Mm -hmm. What would they do? And I, and I just love that this almost this make believe scenario was kind of given to us, and I think this is how it would have gone. And I and I think Regina did such a good job at showing that. I agree. 
that was our review of One Night in Miami at TIFF uh, 2020 this year. We're not too sure if we'll have any other TIFF reviews on the docket for you, but if we do, it'll, they'll drop right here on the movie podcast feed. Don't forget, a brand new episode of the movie podcast drops every single Monday across all your favorite podcast platforms. If you want to write in and be part of the show, you could head over to thistimewith.com slash talk or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the movie podcast so you can engage with us there. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. A long, a long time coming, but I know change gonna come.